Hi, welcome back to my podcast. This week, I'm going to be talking about the case of the Unabomber, also known as Ted Kaczynski. This case began on May 25, 1978, when a brown paper wrapped package was found at the University of Illinois in Chicago. It was returned to the supposed sender, a professor at nearby Northwestern University. However, this professor had not sent the package, so he gave it to campus security. The package exploded and injured the security guard that was tasked with opening it. By the end of 1979, two other bombs had exploded, including one that exploded aboard an American Airlines flight. The bomb on the flight injured over 12 people. In early 1980, another package bomb was sent to Percy Wood, the president of United Airlines. This is when the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and the Postal Inspection Service came to help the FBI and formed the Unibomb Task Force, named after the suspected targets of the bomber, universities, and airlines. The attacks continued and the bombs became more destructive, which led to the owner of a computer store becoming the first victim to die from one of the Unabomber's bombs in 1985. A major breakthrough took place on February 20, 1987, when Gary Wright was injured by a bomb left in a computer store parking lot. What the Unabomber didn't know is that there had been an eyewitness and she was able to help the FBI create the famous Unabomber sketch. The bombing stopped for six years after the sketch was released, but began again in mid-1993 with attacks on professors in San Francisco and New Haven, Connecticut. Two more fatal attacks followed in December of 1994 and April of 1995, two days after the Oklahoma City bombing. In June of 1995, the bomber sent a 35,000-word manifesto to the New York Times, the Washington Post, and other media outlets railing against the Industrial Revolution and the evils of modern technology. After much debate, FBI Director Louis Free and Attorney General Janet Reno authorized the publication in September of 1995, reasoning that it could reveal the identity of the bomber. A woman named Linda Patrick recognized the language in the manifesto as similar to the letters that her husband, David Kaczynski, had received from his older brother, Ted. David took the letters that he had received from Ted to the FBI in February of 1996, and the FBI was able to compare the typewritten letters to the pages of the original manifesto. Linguistic analysis later confirmed that the documents were most likely written by the same author. On April 3, 1996, after having a search warrant for Ted Kaczynski's cabin authorized, FBI officers arrived and arrested him. Later that month, Kaczynski was indicted by a federal grand jury on 10 counts of illegally transporting, mailing, and using bombs, and three counts of murder. He pleaded guilty to all of the charges, even though his attorneys wanted him to enter an insanity plea. He remains incarcerated, serving eight life sentences with no chance of parole at the Supermax Security Prison in Florence, Colorado. By the time he was arrested, Kaczynski had killed three Americans and injured 24 more. This case is famous because of how long the case took to solve. It was 17 years before the case was solved, and without Ted's brother coming to the FBI, the case would most likely never have been solved. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you liked this episode, check out my previous three episodes. Make sure to tune in next week to hear another famous case study, but until then, don't commit any crimes.